afternoon, I'm Darren Kelly and welcome to the ladies football edition of the Curtain Razor. We have all the weekend fixtures and midweek results available on our website sportsstats.ie and we're getting ready for the first county senior final of 2020. It's a Carlo special as we prepare for the senior ladies football final between Benny Carrington Ryland and O'Lockton on Sunday in McGrath Park at 3 o'clock. P.R.O. John Woods joins us momentarily, while we'll also hear from the respective captains, O'Loughlin's Anne Roach and Liam Mullins from Billy Carrington Rylands. So stay with us as we look forward to the Carlo Senior Ladies Football Final, here on The Curtain Razor. I'm delighted to be joined now by the Carlo Ladies, P.R.O., John Woods and John. It's the first county final of the year and a big weekend for Carlo football. Absolutely, Darren. Uh, we have our three finals over the weekend. Our junior championship final between St. Anne's and St. Bridget's is on Saturday at 6.30pm in Parky Arena, Rogue. And it should be a very close competitive game. Um, the senior championship final then is on Sunday between Benny Carriage and Ryland and Old Lachlan. It's on at 3 o'clock in McGrath Park and Bagnestown. And the intermediate championship final then follows at 6.30pm in McGrath Park between Rogue and Fennet. Um, really looking forward to the three games have the potential to really good competitive games. Well, we will talk about the intermediates and junior in a couple of moments, but our first port to call will be to that first game in McGrath Park on Saturday. Uh, I think it was the two teams, John, we expected to be there. In the senior championship final, or the yeah, championship final, yeah. Yeah. on Sunday, yeah. Um, better catch and no luck, absolutely. Yeah, no, no, from the start, I think everybody uh, were, you know, was, was confident that it was going to be those two. Um, They've had fast side wins really uh, throughout the championship and they haven't really been tested. But it's going to be, I think it's going to be an absolute classic on Sunday. Um, if, it's, if it's half as good as last year's game, it'll be something to look forward to. Because last year's game, the standard of football was unbelievable. It was, re- it was really great football. Um, Benny Carrington led by six points at half time and ended up losing by eight points. Um, so it was a really cracking game. And I, I in my capacity as selector for the County Ladies senior team, I've been going to all the games, I've been watching the two of them closely and you know, they're two very fit teams um, and I think they're going to serve up an absolute enthralling in, in, in game. And it had built up a rivalry the last couple of years, it's gone O'Loughlin's way but of course Benny Kerry, Tim Ryland came on the scene in 2015 as well and this contest always seems to end up being a high scoring thriller. It does, yeah, last year's final was 316 to 3-8. Um, Benny Carrington Ryland won three in a row in 15, 16 and 17 and they actually stopped Navon and Michel from, from doing the three, three in a row in 2015. So uh, funnily enough, O'Loughlin are now going for three in a row um, and O'Loughlin don't forget about Leinster club champions, Leinster junior champions, champions in 2018. Um, they were they played in the junior championship again in 2019 when we were heading for a Leinster final until bizarrely uh, the Leinster LGFA took them out and put them into the intermediate a semi-final where they played Nev Kieran of Offaly and uh, that, was, that, was a very, that, that was a very good game and Nev Kieran went on to beat him and went on to win the All-Ireland as you know All-Ireland Intermediate so that's the kind of standard O'Loughlin are setting um, they have a number of county players you know they'll be looking to the likes of the goalie Nicole Hanley's on the county team Anne Roach Amy Hanley Amy Dooley who played basketball for Ireland Ellen Atkinson Preve O'Neill Neve Ford Avin Gilmartin Rachel Sire uh, Rachel would, would be the real star of the team she plays in the forwards um, and Benny Kirchner-Wilder Little were, were county players as well and Keenan Lachey who was top scorer in Division 4 of the National League um, this year um, before it ended through the COVID-19 uh, uh, Neve Kelly was on the county team Elaine Ware Lauren Dwyer played soccer for Ireland on the county team Roisin Bourne 
and long-serving stalwarts such as Liam Mullins, who was the captain, and Deirdre Tomlinson. And Deirdre played basketball for the Irish Masters team this year. So, you know, uh, and uh, 10, of, 10 of the players playing in the county final on Sunday were listed in the, in the local Nash's paper team of the decade. So that's the kind of players we have uh, lining up on Sunday. And you know, I'm really eagerly looking forward to seeing it. But even a stat like that, it just goes to show that while the county are playing at junior standard at the moment, there's quality coming through. And while it's been mainly these two teams the last couple of years, as you said there yourself, this is the battle they're looking forward to. And in your role as a selector uh, with Carlo, it'll give you an awful lot to think about for all going well we get an inter-county season. Absolutely. Yeah, no, no, I think there's an awful lot of talent in the county. Um, and even in a junior, even in a junior and intermediate finals, we have some great stars there with St. Anne's and Bridges and, and the Rogan Bennett, but they, they're contributing to the senior team as well. Look, we, we were very competitive this year in the National League. Uh, we were unbeaten before then due to COVID-19. We were looking like we were going to get promotion. Um, there was a great buzz in the county. And, and you know, I'm really looking forward to, to the commencement of the Dollarin series in October. Um, I, just, I, I think we'd be very competitive. And, and I think there's a great buzzing car of the one the ladies football. There's a great interest in it. And just, we had an under-16 county team this year. We beat Lowridge before the championship was ended uh, prematurely. And I thought it was one of the best teams we've had for many years. So some great talent coming through. And uh, no, I think it's always well for the future. It certainly does. Going back to the final again, no disrespect to Ratfilly and Mount Leinster Rangers. They just weren't able to compete with these two teams at the moment. It's going to be one effect on these two sides, John, because while they've been very professional and going out getting the job done in their two previous games, you can make the argument as well that we don't really know who's the form team. That's true, Darren. That's true. Um, they've played a number of challenge games, but as you know, challenge games uh, they can be misleading. They're not the same as the, a, a tough championship game. Um, it, it, yeah, it is. I suppose the two teams will be a bit apprehensive going into the final uh, because they haven't had any real quality games to date. Having said that, both of them have had favourable results in challenge games against top class teams. So, um, yeah, yeah, I suppose they won't know the night itself, but going by last year, the one, I, I don't think there'll be a whole lot in it. It's a very tough one to call, really. It's just a pity that we can't go to watch it, but I think, believe you have a good streaming service in place for the weekend. We have indeed, yes, we have indeed. Yes, it's an awful pity because I think there would be, there was a massive crowd down in, uh, in McGrath Park and Bagnison for the finals on Sunday two years ago. I was taken aback by the size of the crowd. So, but we have, yeah, luckily enough, uh, Barrow Vision Studios are uh, streaming the game live, They're streaming all three finals uh, on, on, on Facebook. So I, I put up the link on our social media so at least, uh, you know, spectators can, can do it online. We'll be keeping an eye on that. And John, again, feel free to decline the answer, but if I put you on the spot and say, just regards the senior game first, if you were to pick a winner, or as, as we said already, we're just going to sit back and enjoy this one and see which team shows up in the day. Oh, God, Dan, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one. I suppose my heart would say Benny Curitian-Wyland because that's my club in ladies' football. Um, I, I really couldn't say it. Do you know what? I've actually changed my mind so often. One day I'm thinking it's Benny Curitian-Wyland, the next day it's O'Loughlin. It could, it could go anywhere. I, I'd be surprised if there's more than two or three points in it. I really wouldn't. It, it all depends on the, who takes their chances to hop at the ball uh, and certain you know, players how they're marked, but I think it could go either way. Well, we're certainly looking forward to it there. Of course, during the week, I spoke to the two captains. Uh, Leah Mullins is the captain of Benny Kerry, Tin Ryland. But first, I spoke to the O'Loughlin captain, Anne Roach. 
I'm delighted to be joined now by the old Lockton Senior Ladies Football Captain Anne Roach. And Anne, it's the first county final of the year. It was a time this year we didn't think we were going to get this far, but you must be looking forward to Sunday. Oh yeah, I am, Darren, absolutely. Um, it's great to be back playing. Like we didn't think it, I suppose, at the start of the year that this would be an option. So it's great to be back. It did. We got up and running as well. It was a round-robin format in Carlow. Yourselves and Benny Carrington Ryland were always likely to be the favourites, but you still had to get the job done. And you, and you matured that by getting past Radville and Mount Leinster Rangers. Yeah, absolutely. Look, you can't take anything for granted. Uh, we had to go out and play both those games. Uh, they were both fairly one-sided, uh, but I'm sure we'll be tested now the weekend against Benny Carrington Ryland. It's always a close game between us. I am sure there'll be no doubts about that at all. And it's been a rivalry that's building up over the last couple of years. I think you're going for a third in a row yourselves, but you've been made to work for the previous two. Yeah, we are going for a third in a row, but I'm sure Ben Carrington Royal now have other plans. It sets it nice, nicely up as well, Anne, too, because like at the end of the day, regardless what happens later in the year, whether we get inter-county action or not, it's, it, it'd feel like a real, real empty year if we didn't have a county final, regardless how this pans out. Oh yeah, absolutely, sure. It's a huge day for all of us in the calendar and it's great that we have it now this year, thank God. Now, tell me now, how are preparations going since you secured your place in the final? Yeah, they're going good, thanks. Uh, I suppose we can all, it's fair to say that uh, the preparations and training haven't been as planned, like we haven't, hasn't been as good as planned just with COVID and that. But I think we're going good. Um, we're all looking forward to it now. As you mentioned, the preparations as well, they were never going to be ideal when we came back to action. Has there been much difference in training since the recent government restrictions were announced that are putting us all back to 15 bar match day? Yeah, I suppose you have to be aware of that as well. Yeah, like we, at the moment, have the Camogie girls as well. Um, there's 14, I think, players on our team that play both Camogie and football. So it has been kind of divided um, at the trainings. Uh, going to Camogie and to the football so the numbers have been alright like there hasn't been much of an issue so far You've been able to focus on the job at hand it must be an awful blow though that you're going out to a county final against your fierce rivals on Sunday and nobody's going to get to watch it Yeah, oh, absolutely and both teams do have very loyal supporters that would be always at our games uh, so it'll be a huge shock to the system but I suppose we have to make our own atmosphere and drive on our team ourselves. I know and they'll be watching. What was <laughs> they'll, that? Be watching they'll be watching on the live stream anyway. I was just going to come to that as well. At least you have the assurance that they're there. But uh, And we'll talk about previous finals and the team in a moment. But uh, when you're building up for county final day, even when you're experienced, you're expecting the one day that you're going to have a massive crowd there. And I suppose it's something that's going to hit quick enough and be your job as captain to help reassure people that when it's quieter than usual, that you can still keep the focus and the job at hand. Ah, yeah, that's it. And we'll all have to step up and I suppose cheer each other on and encourage each other. So now, Anne, for, for listeners that wouldn't be too familiar with the Carlos setup, just give us an idea of your team. I know you're not going to be able to go through every single player in the team, but we have yourself too. But who should we be watching out for regards score getters and attack and those to make sure that you're not conceding them the other end? Ah, look, well, there's a number of our players. All the girls are great. Um, we do have a very young team. I suppose that's um, what we have. But, like, there's a number of girls coming up. Um, and then this year we do have a number of prominent players and management missing. 
uh, just people's circumstances change. So we have younger players coming along and other players stepping up to the mark. So it's all good. And it's very, very encouraging as well because when you got that victory back in 2018 and then, of course, the tourist in ice last year, if I, if I recall, uh, an eight-point win against Vinny Kerrington, Ryland too, is that when young players are delivering success too, it augurs well for what you can achieve down the line. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And there's been um, a huge amount of work put into us underage by the likes of Barker Martin, Liam Ford and Ken Sawyer. Like, they have put in so much into us and it's great that those players are still coming along. Now, I know you're not going to give me the state secrets about how you plan to get the better penny carried in Ryland, but what are you expecting from them and what particular areas have you been focusing on mainly uh, once you knew that this final match was happening again? Oh, as you look, Ben Carrington and Ryland are a great team. Uh, no doubt about it. And they've, uh, they're very strong, but we'll just have to go and match that and play our own game and let them try beat them. It was always a concern the first day too, coming back from a post-COVID um, situation where you didn't really know where you'd be. And as you said there as well, no disrespect to Radville or Mount Leinster Rangers, they suffered heavy defeats to both yourselves and to Billy Carrington Ryland. So is there that kind of feeling coming in as well that you know you'd be up for the match? I have no, no questions about that, but you, there's an element you mightn't fully know where you are until the ball is thrown in? That's it, yeah. We haven't really been tested yet. So we'll find out now on Sunday where we're at, I suppose. I have no no doubt about that as well. A high scoring battle we're certainly expecting to see. Yeah, that's it. There's usually a lot of goals now with both teams. And looking at previous finals, that's the way it's gone. I like listening sports stars because I like to listen to ladies football and ladies camogie. I'm delighted to be joined now by the Binny Carrington Ryland uh, ladies football captain, Leah Mullins. And Leah, this is um, a big day, a big rivalry, and it's the biggest day of the, of the year for Carlo ladies football. It is, Darren. We're just happy that we've gotten to this stage this year. At the beginning of the year, we didn't know whether we'd be facing into a county final or not. So it's just brilliant that we do get the opportunity to play. And that's the thing as well, because as many conversations since we started off the podcast here, we're living in bonus territory in one way. The high figures are giving us cause of concern at the moment, but thankfully we're still playing football despite the unusual circumstances. Yeah, yeah. We we were very lucky in Carlo that um, we didn't uh, kind of have a lockdown like Leash and Offaly and Kildare. We've been very lucky that we've managed to get through our championship fixtures the two rounds and now we've gotten to the final stage so hopefully the way things are at the moment it looks like it's a positive and we're going to get to play our match on Sunday and it's a game we're looking forward to as well we'll hope as well Leah we'll get good weather because with the with the lack of the lack of access to dressing rooms as much as anything else uh, it's definitely not going to be ideal for a county final day that will be a county final with a difference it will, it will. But look, everybody is in the same boat. I mean, at half one on Sunday, you have the senior men's hurling final going on in Carlo, and then later on, there's another final. So everybody is just in the same boat. It's supposed to be good weather for Sunday, but sure, look, we'll take it as it comes. If it's day like today, we'll just know that we come prepared and ready to go from the get-go. Yeah, of course, we're recording here earlier in the week as well. It's not a pretty day out there, so we're certainly hoping for an improvement from Sunday as well. Different this year too with no spectators. How do you think that's going to um, make it different from other great battles of Old Auckland? Um, it's, it's, 
it's going to be a little bit different, of course. You're not going to have family, friends, club supporters there. I have to say both clubs, both Benny Carey Trial and Old Auckland bring a great following to all games that we play. So it will just be a little bit different. But look, it's it's really it's about the girls performing on the day and not so much kind of who's there, the bells and whistles and all the extras added on. It's just about the two teams going out there and playing the best football that they can possibly on the day. And it's two teams have gotten to know each other very, very well over the last couple of years. He certainly owed them one in a way because they're going for three in a row. They are, they are. Nearly, you could say that the pressure is on all Auckland this year, kind of we're coming into it now. We've been lucky enough to contest the senior championship final for the past numerous years. But look, any given day, it's kind of tip for tap between the teams. We wouldn't write them off the same way they wouldn't write us off. There's a great respect between both teams. So we just go out there on Sunday and nobody, like this year preparations are very different from other years. We would have played one another in kind of league games. And this year now we didn't actually play one another even in the championship rounds because it was already decided that both teams were into the finals. So this is the first time that we're meeting this year. So we'll just have to see how it goes. He would have, the two of you would have been red hot favourites to make the final, but of course, being favourites on paper is not the same as on the pitch. And you have to go out and do the professional job. And you both did that. You negotiated Rad Philly and Mount Leinster Rangers uh, to rule, rule your third round game against each other meaningless. And now you're ready to show down for the trophy. Well, that's it. I mean, Rad Philly is only up from intermediate from last year. They contested a really good intermediate final last year with Aerog and Drew the first night and then they they got it over the line in the second night. So I mean they're a young team and they are coming of age now. So I mean we played well against Rafili and we just tried to concentrate on our own game plan and just try and get the result on the board. And then when we met my Leinster Rangers it was the same thing. Just trying to play our own game, get in as much practice as possible for our own tactics and just see how they panned out throughout the game. But um I mean, when we go to play on Sunday now, it's taking everything that we've learned from those first two rounds and from the training field and putting it into practice. Well, I know you'd be focusing on each game as a timely and not taking anything for granted, but would there always be a bit at the corner of the eye keeping with old Lachlan in mind, whether it was in a group game or potentially a county final? Um, well, we'd always be keeping every team in mind, being honest with you, Darren. I mean, we've played a couple of challenge games, as I'm sure O'Loughlin have as well. And I'm sure in the back of your mind, you're always trying to think, well, do they play like O'Loughlin? Is there any similarities between these games that we're playing to what we might face if we were lucky enough to make, make the county final? So I suppose you're always trying to prepare for certain teams in different ways. So all we can do really is turn up on Sunday and see what everything we've been trying to do in the training field comes to fruitation on Sunday. Listeners that are not from Carlow wouldn't realise that you're kind of new enough in the scene too. It's been a roller coaster five years because you only won your first title in 2015, if I'm correct, a game where you won a penalty and scored a goal. That's it, Jed, against Navon over in um, Brother Leo Park in Tullow. It was a great night, so it was. Benicari and Ryland have been a massive part of Carlow LGFA over the years. They were formed back in the 90s. But um, they'd always been kind of on the knocking door to get into the county finals. It wasn't the first senior final they had been in. Unfortunately, lost Navon a couple of years previous. But um, that night, I think it all just clicked and the girls came of age. The younger girls coming up through the underage ranks, they really showed their talent that night and managed to win the first one. And then it kind of just was, the belief was there. So the second and third one came in a row. So we were very lucky as a club to win it three in a row.
Would there be much uh, change from the current panel now to that to say the last one the title in 2017? Um, no, not much of a change, being honest. We might have gained one or two players and a couple of the underage girls coming up along have gotten very strong over the years as well. So if anything, it's just more the girls have got more experience rather than the game or the team changing a whole lot. Well, it certainly promises to be a, a cracking battle as well. I've no doubt there'll be plenty of fireworks for those that are lucky enough to be able to watch it on the live streaming and for the fortunate few to be there as well. How confident are you that you can finally win back the Carlo title? Ah, sure, you have to have the confidence, Darren. You can't go in there and not have the belief that you're going to do it. Just here's hoping, hoping this is our year. So that was the big Billy Kerry, Tin Ryland captain, Liam Mullins, and beforehand you heard from the O'Loughlin captain, Anne Roach. John, two good leaders for their respective clubs. Absolutely, uh, Anne Roach has, has played very well for the county team at fullback. Um, she's, you know, she, she, she's a young girl. She, she's, she's great pace coming out with the ball. She's very strong on the ball. Leah Mullins is a real stalwart. She's been there for a number of years playing with Carlo and Benicurry in Ireland. And you know, Leah is, is, is a great player in the row and right, and she will lead by example on the day. I'm sure. Certainly, and we look forward to talking to whichever one is the successful captain in the third half next week. John, as we mentioned earlier on, this is one of three big finals. That senior final on Sunday, my apologies for earlier, uh, Sunday the 30th of August, McGrath Park, Vinny Kerry, Tim Ryland versus O'Loughlin. And as John said, that game has been streamed live by, Bar uh, was it Barrow Studios? Bar Barrow Vision Studios, Barrow. Barrow Vision Studios as well, but there'll be a link up on the Carlo social media page as well. Later on in McGrath Park that evening will be the intermediate final, and the two clubs looking for their chance to join the top tier in Carlo, and that's Eroog and Finna. Yes, indeed. Eroog were beaten in the final last year after replay, after, after trilling two games against Ratbilly, so they'll be looking to make amends this year. Um, you know, they, they will be led by uh, Sarah Fury, Eva Hayden, Jasmine Brennan Dowling. Uh, you know, three very good players, Eva and Jasmine, who have been involved in the county game this year. Um, Fenna, who were known as St. Fortunes last year, they were near a team at Ballinkillen. They have, uh, they're playing under their own name this year. Um, they would be very strong, would probably be the favourites for, for, for the final. They have two county players on the team, Antoinette Power and Owen Fitzpatrick. Uh, they would be favourites, but as, as everyone will tell you in Carlo, you write off a rogue at your pearl. They are the aristocrats of Carlo football. And it, you know, it certainly it has the hallmarks of another great game. Going back to Saturday, then the junior final taking place in Porky Breen, St. Anne's against St. Bridget's. Absolutely. And just to mention their rogue, Darren, they're actually managed by county star Derek Hayden, who was on their rogue team that got to the Lens the club final this year. So Derek would know his football, I'm sure. Uh, the, the, the junior final is between St. Anne's and St. Bridget's. Um, this has the hallmark of a really, really great game. Uh, St. Anne's have been playing tremendous football this year. Well, at the very young team, they're in the, the county minor final against Old Lachlan. They have some really very good players. Sean Cahoon is, is a very exciting talent coming through. She was on the county on the 16 team this year. Um, Rachel Farrell, uh, the half forward. Maeve Donahoe is a very exciting pair of half back. And Neil Bourne in the forwards. St. Bridges of Clamore will look to Ava Kiernan and Sarah Dyle from the county team and Anna Dyle as well. Um, this game could go either way. It's very similar to, to, to the junior or to the senior uh, final. Um, and I'm really looking forward to two of them had a cracker in, in the qualifying round so I'm looking forward to another cracker in the final Three very very intriguing games John you're definitely building us up for get, getting behind the laptop screen for the weekend and watching the best of Carlo ladies football Oh indeed Aaron yeah I, I, I think all, all six clubs who are playing the final have been, have been, the large clubs this year have been a massive effort but uh, you know it's, it's, it's great to see uh, how eager they are and it, it, 
the, the uh, determination that they've shown. Um, and you know, looking at the three findings on paper, they, they certainly have a mouthwatering qualities, and uh, it's it's very hard to pick a winner from the three of them. To be honest, you know, so I'm looking forward to them. We're looking forward to them as well. We'll be keeping an eye on them all here in Sports Stars and we'll definitely have reaction from the senior next week. John, a couple of questions before I let you go. Obviously, a few months back, we didn't even think, we'd, we, we didn't even know each other. We didn't even think we'd be sharing two conversations about the Carlo Championship. But we're provided nothing goes wrong in the next couple of days now. Thankfully, we're here on County Final Day. You must be delighted as a committee um, and a county board that we've got to County Final Day. And absolutely, Darren. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't look good a couple of months back. To be honest, I didn't think back in April or May. It didn't look like we're going to have any football at all. And I think you know, it's it's, it's very important that that that, that we have football. Um, and you know, the, the, the supporters of Carlin ladies and, and the girls. It's great to get them out on the field. Um, you know, it, it really is. Hopefully, it'll keep going for the inter-county season in October. Um, so absolutely, yeah, no, it's it's great. We certainly hope so as well. And John, just on regards local level as well, I know the inter-county will, be, will t- take up most of the time from the 14th of September, but for locally in Carlow as well, after these games, uh, what else have we to look forward to as there underage matches going on or things like that? Yes, indeed. Uh, the, the, the minor championship finals are being played off. Minor A and minor B are being played off next Wednesday night. And then the under-16 uh, championship will commence on the September the 16th. So that will go right through, I think, until November before we get to the final. And we'll see the top young talent in Carlo in action there. I wish them all the best of luck. John, thanks a million for joining us here. We're really looking forward to following the finals in Carlo this weekend. And we look forward to, to speaking to the parties involved next week again. I promise to be a great weekend for ladies football. as the first county champions of 2020 in ladies football in Ireland will be crowned. Thanks very much, Darren. And that's it for another ladies football episode of the Curtain Razor. Our team song on the verge comes from Joseph McDade and you can hear more from him on josephmcdade.com slash music. Make sure you check out sportsstars.ie for our two guests this week on the Fair Green, Kilkenny Camogie legend Anne Downey and Mayo ladies football icon Cora Staunton. And also available on our website are all the weekend fixtures and the midweek results. I'd like to thank our guests again, John Woods, Anne Roach and Liam Mullins. And best of luck to all involved in the Carlow County Finals this week. And we'll have reaction on Tuesday on the third half. Hope you enjoyed the show. I'm Darren Kelly and this was The Curtain Razor.